It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Made in New Zealand, the Balanced Pure Performance Range is available at Chemist Warehouse, starting from just $62.99. Save 10%. This is Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. Good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. We're just past 7 o'clock here. And what I was trying to say towards the end of the hour before I got distracted by Uncle Skivvy Turtleneck, a little bit of dress code he's wearing, was that we are going to have an open conversation. We're going to share what we think is the best midfield combination for the All Blacks and why. And we will want to hear from you as well on the phone line. So give us a call on the Kennards Hire phone line 0800 150 811 and give us your combination and why. It is a, a topical topic for the uh, the All Blacks at the moment. And it's probably been you know, something they've trying to be work they've tr- kinda trying to be working out for the last couple of years. They haven't really um, had a cemented midfield option. As of late, uh, David Harvey was there. You've had Rico Yuani. You've had Anton Leonard Brown. They've never really settled. You think of the past midfield combinations when Ma'anonu and Conrad Smith dominated that midfield. Uh, there was really no one else. So they haven't had any sort of continuity. Now with Anton having surgery six months out of the game, there are some big, big talking points. Roger Tuivasa-Shek, he's on the bench this weekend for the Auckland Blues. Uh, for the Blues, I should say. And uh, you've got David Harvey playing 12 for the Crusaders, playing extremely well. Then now you've got another talking point with Geordie Barrett coming into the fold. Probably, you know, one of the best fullbacks in the country, if not the world. And now he is just putting on an absolute clinic at 12 and just creating a bit of a headache for the, the All Blacks coaches. So, yes, lads, we're going to talk some midfield combinations. Midfield combinations. And I'm going to throw straight to you, Kempe. And... Uh, it's not yeah, a your take on the midfield combination. It's a cardigan, mate. <laughs> Benta. Oh, see, I've got totally it. totally fitting, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> mate, great. It looks oh, good. It looks good. It's I, a nice little, it's a, it's a nice top one. I reckon, um, I reckon the All Blacks have a real good opportunity this year to get a real solid uh, mid, midfield around Richie Moonga. Uh, you mm. know, I really love Richie Moonga, but I think that the frailty in defence... Uh, is something that the All Blacks really consider when they're selecting players to surround them. And yeah. I think this year they've got a real good opportunity. One, and just watching Geordie Barrett play those two games so far, but I think he gets better uh, the more he plays in that 12 jersey. And I think he fills mm. that spot 
I think, you know, we've been looking for Conrad Smith for a while. They're going through the midfield, um, looking for combinations like Conrad Smith and and, and Ma uh, for a while and, and have interchanged that. Um, and we've all seen that. Even I've seen that as being a league man. And I think with six mm. weeks, I think it is, Izzy, you're somewhere near that before the first test. I think Jack Goodhue, mate, fills that centre spot. And the reason I'm saying that is I think defensively, both on attack and defence, these two players, not only not only do they bring um, you know quality carries and quality defence, but they bring smarts, mate. You know, so they know yeah. when to go, they know what to do, they know how to carry out the structure and especially operate the system that the All Black uh, coaches want. And I'm pretty sure that that'd be part of the, or probably sure that it's probably a big part of the conversation of the All Black selectors at the moment. I love that, love that, mate. You're right on the money with uh, my thinking as well. I've uh, I've kind of followed you, followed the same line with just being so impressed. Obviously, Geordie's played at 12 for the Hurricanes uh, in the last couple of outings, but he played all of his rugby there in the under-19s in his age grade group and went extremely well. So 12, I can, I'm not surprised that he's fitted in so easily and effortlessly. What I love about him is he is direct. He is tough. He is as tough as they come. So he's direct. He puts, he's got some great f- footwork. And one thing that you need from a 12, and one thing Ma'a was really good at was his pass left to right. Both sides of the ball, he could pass the ball anywhere. So if you need a throw a nice long ball with your fullback bouncing on the outs and, and your centre run at a real nice solid short line to, to draw that defence in. Um, Geordie can do that. He can hit a player from anywhere. So his distribution is, is right on. Defensively, you just don't see him ever missing a tackle. Never, ever see Geordie Barrett missing a tackle. So defensively, like you said, around, if it is Richie Moonga, and that is the debate this weekend, doesn't get any bigger. Richie Moonga uh, v... Bowden Barrett on Friday night uh, down here at Christchurch. So whoever they have at 10, um, defensively um, him being there. And also a kicking option. Can kick it from 60 out and, and another mm. uh, kicking string to that bow. So yeah, he is there. And, and you're right on the money with Jack Goodhumo. No, he has obviously been injured for so, so long. Been out of the game, but he's played club footy uh, two weeks ago. I think he's had a club game Again, so he's going to get some good, solid rugby under his belt and then look for him when they go to Australia. He'll travel with the team. He'll get some good game time and he will um, have an opportunity to play. So defensively, you spoke about he is our best centre. His work rate, you know, when he's on defence and you look like a Conrad Smith, when the, when the counter-attack opportunity is on, his ability to get back and offer another uh, set of hands on the width. So he works really hard and if he is injury-free, he has to be there in, in the centre opportunity. And then for me, on the bench, I've got reserves, uh, David Harvilli. David Harvilli, just that utility experience, can play fullback, centre and second five. So it just adds a bit of a utility factor to it. So uh, that's mine. Bang what on. you, Louis? Nice, is he? Well, 0800 oh, Less interested to hear from myself and hear from you because uh, this is going to rage on. We're going to have so much to discuss here, and there's a great text. We need to be discussing how we get a coach, not a midfield. Thanks, Brian. Is <laughs> um, he? it's kind of an interesting one because... In a way, you almost need to work backwards and find your outside backs mm. to decide whether you can even spare Geordie as a fullback. And I know Will Jordan has been lighting it up. And I think you, you mentioned a name before, which a lot of this hangs on, and it's Rico Ioane. Personally, yeah. I just take Rico Ioane out of the midfield even debate. 
I just put Rico Ioane mm. on the left wing. I put Will Jordan on the right wing, and I leave Geordie Barrett where he's the best pit. Where he, last year he was playing the best rugby of his career at fullback, and that simplifies yep. what you have in the midfield. And for me, it's Harvey Lee and Goodhue if Goodhue can get back. And then you got to look at Quinn Tapia. How about the form he's in? And now with Anton mm. going away, his workload's going to lift. So it kind of you can't really have this discussion without thinking about your outside backs as well. And I know you've been passionate about what position Rico Yuani is, is he? Yeah, look, I'm the same with you. Look, he has surprised me at centre, and he has come a long way. I just think the one thing that lets him down is his ability to connect with his outsides. Um, that that is his only downside. Like he runs some great lines. He's so quick. So he's, you know, nine times out of ten, he's going to get on the outside of a defender. And and in previous years, his only option he really strung onto was to have that outside burst, and and defenses started figuring out if you set up on his outside. He's only going to try, go try around you, so you're pretty much just sewing up his, his strength. Um, now he's banging players on the inside, so he's got two options to beat a defender. Um, but there's always been question marks on his distribution. So for me, I, I chuck him on the wing. I chuck him on the wing, left wing. Uh, that is his, his, his position. But then I'm stuck, mate, because then you've got a, a, a Caleb Clark who has to be there somewhere the somewhere abouts, you know? Like, is it left, is it right? And then you've got two wingers that are quite similar if you know what I mean um, so whether that's what they want they want two explosive finishers creators destructive runners on the wings or do they want one that's destructive do they want one that's really good in the air and, and can take a high ball can be a real sort of a thinker can like a dual fullback kind of role that's the question with the All Blacks what kind of wingers do they want so mm. I'm, I know Rico's on the left it's whether who they pick on the other one that's the question Mm. Will Will Jordan? Will Jordan? You know, possibly if they don't, if they don't put um, Geordie Barrett at twelve, goes to fullback, and then you know it doesn't really matter if you put Rico or Caleb on on those wings. I'm, I guess they can they can match both sides. Mm. Um, for me though, is he? I think the, the the question around Rico, you know, if he does go to the wing, and the reasoning around him going to the wing is you've just got to remember that he was just a finisher. You know, he mm. wasn't really put in that position, especially that elite level where decisions are made a second before you before you finish something. You know, so letting the ball go early um, instead of playing post-line all the time, playing pre-line football, you know, whether you're going inside or outside to create the space so it opens you back up again. He's the guy that was getting the ball. I think that's why he was getting caught with the ball all the time because he was used to just getting the ball and finishing off movement. Yeah. So, you know, you in Jack Goodhue and, and Geordie Barrett, you're not going to have that issue because I think they're really smart footballers. Um, there's a really good text mm. that come in here um, just saying that, you know, both both Jack and Geordie played together um, before. Yeah. So I think that, that you know, they'll, they'd know all this, those coaches. They'd know all that sort of stuff. And, mate, they've got some riches. Like, you know, if you do go with that sort of back line, I wouldn't, I think David Harvilli's spot comes on re- re- right under the spotlight because if Roger does play well over the next six weeks, well, why wouldn't you carry Roger on that bench spot? Because he would ca- mm. he would cover basically your whole back line, you know, from or your outside backs all the way through to fullback. And you look at where Sonny B. Williams did start for the All Blacks in that uh, first uh, stint he had in 2011, is he? From memory, he was coming off in 2022, I'm pretty sure, and, and he yep. was that utility. He actually spent a bit of time on the wing, which is kind of a, an interesting footnote. 0800 150 811, that's the Kenard's higher phone line. 
Quick, sharp. Who are you your midfield and why are they your midfield? You've heard from Kempi and Izzy. What do you say? Zaid, what have you got for us? Um, so definitely my centre for me is Rico Iwani. Mm. Um, just because, like, um, he's a good player and he's been playing quite a bit at 13. And for me, there's not that many good 13s right now in the country. Um, well, you've got Jack Gucci, but he hasn't been playing that much. Um, and on the wing situation, mm. I want Will Jordan and Caleb Clark for the wings for the All Blacks most of this year because they couldn't clearly find any wingers last year other than Will Jordan. Um, and for my 12, I either want Roger to give us a check just because I think like he'll be a good player um, that's quite fast or I quite like David Harvey at 12 as well. Beautiful, Tade. Short, sharp, to the point. Beautiful. I take Dang. your point. And you're right, there aren't that many centres at the moment playing that mm. well. And I guess we're putting a lot of eggs in Jack Goodhue's basket, Kempi and I, is he about getting back. What about this text here? Do you reckon this is fair dinkum? Right? I think this is a load of it. Goodhue defensively lacking. I would have thought that's where his game is strongest. That's, that's his biggest strength, is his defence. Like, honestly, I played, played with the young fellow and uh, I was just amazed with how, much tack- how many tackles he makes. Yes, everyone misses the odd one, but hardly ever um, Jack would, would miss a tackle. And his work rate, mate, he was so driven and fit to just get... You know, we're a se- with a centre, you need your centres to split. So you, you basically, your centres uh, will be most likely caught on the short side, and then you watch them, you watch every good centre, they'll get caught on the short side of the ruck, and then they work extremely hard to split and get on the open because... Most likely your props and your hookers and your locks, the big boys are stuck in the middle and you don't want them to be uh, caught together. So you need your, your centres to connect with those boys. So you watch mm. him, his work rate to get out wide and, and help his big boys and be there. So, yeah, I, I think that's a bit of a stab in the dark with that, that one there. But, look, you are right, Louis and Zaid. We, we don't, we're, we're throwing all our eggs in one basket with Jack Goodhue. He hasn't even pl- he's played two club games. He's been out of the game for so long. I can't even remember the last time he had a run. So, like, it's, it is one of those questions. And then you've got Braden Enor. Braden Enor, who's been there or thereabouts. Like, there's just so many options. But right now, Rico Ioane is the one that is probably playing the best in the centre. But for me, I just don't like him. Yeah. I like him on and the And Big Leicester too, mate. He's, he's, his name would be mm. there Leicester or thereabouts. City! That's right. You know, that, oh, big, wow. that, big, that big body. You put him around, you know, that's the that's the... Geordie Barrett, um, Man, you know, what do you call it? Conrad Smith, Man Nuno, or Geordie Barrett and, and Lester, you know what I mean? It mm. possibly could work for them. Um, just on that defensive question, Izzy, you know, like I've defended across basically the full football pitch of a, of a rugby league pitch and at some time in my career in the middle, um, you know, in that half position where, you, you know, I always used to choose to stand inside the centre as opposed to outside the centre because that's where you put your weaker defenders. Um, and then at fullback as well, is played on the wing. Mate, the hardest, mm. like, like you've just said about the, the centres, the hardest position to defend is in the centres. Because, mm. mate, you are pulling both sides of your, of your team together to make sure that you're controlling wide spaces of that defensive gap. And if you get that mm. wrong and you haven't got a good defensive centre, because the best part about a really good defensive centre is how calm they can be. Because you see, yeah. if, you, you know, if you have gotten, if you've got no calmness about you and you're defending at centre or two or three in from a, from the sideline, mate, you're in all sorts of trouble. And that's what Jack Goodhue and that's what Geordie Barrett come across to me as just a couple of really smart, calm footballers. 
you know, and I'd I'd, gotta, I'd be looking you at be a that solo communicator too. Aren't yeah, you? I'd be looking at that yeah. um, this year, especially if Jack Goodhue comes back over the next six weeks and and starts to hit a bit of form. Yeah, no, that's that's a great uh, great call there, Kempi. Uh, give us a call oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. We'd love to hear from you very very shortly. I've got to read a couple of these texts. Daggy got to have Big Lester in there to be in the line. He is an absolute unit, and that is the thing. Like Lester, he's not even a amongst the conversations and he has been out playing outstanding for me I think it's on the outsides if he's going to have any opportunity he's playing left wing this weekend for the Crusaders if he's going to have an opportunity to have a crack in the ABs at higher honours I think it's it's on the outside that's just my opinion Morning, lads my back line would be 10 Moonga 12 Bowden 13 Harvili and, and Rico 11 Will Jordan 14 and Geordie Barrett at at 15, that is from Richie. You could never put sure, Bowden so. and Moonga together, mate. Nah. Never. Nah, nah, nah. Never. That, that wouldn't work. Um, hopefully he was meaning Geordie at 12. But, well, anyway, that was from Richie. Um, Zahn Sullivan is the bolter. He's a freak gas off the Love mark this. and a massive boot. He's a young Izzy Dag, just a bit quicker <laughs> with a full head of hair. <laughs> from Maddie. Oh, I love it. I love it. No, nah, he's right on the money there. Zahn, he's a good talent from, from Auckland and... Actually grew up with uh, in Hawke's Bay. I played with his dad at the Mighty Pirates. He's a good man, but um, yeah, Zan Sullivan, good, good crack. Louis? But, but no, great, great message. Good debate, mate. C- Caleb, very good debate. Caleb Clark will need to increase his workload. He's been a bit lazy in games. What about Severi Reese? Well, this is what I mean. You can't have the midfield conversation without having the outside back conversation. And you know what? There's no Severi Reese has done nothing apart from score tries this year and play. Probably he's actually him and Will Jordan have probably been the best players for the Crusaders in the back lines. He's been so busy. He wins turnovers at the breakdown, which is becoming actually something that maybe, I don't know, was less important when you were playing, Izzy, but nowadays if your outside backs don't help your Lucy's at the breakdown, the speed that it is, you kind of can't compete, right? Uh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, Lou. I was just reading that message about Christian Cullen, the best fullback, and, and the coach is chucking midfield, and I got distracted there, mate. Sorry about that. You're right. Um, <laughs> can you repeat it? Sorry, mate. Oh, you, so, you're, sorry. you're right. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> hey, you don't worry about it. Basically, it's just saying Severis has been a master at the breakdown, helping out his Lucy's, and that's something that you need from your outsides these days where it's it's really yeah. important. The yeah. speed that the breakdown goes at, if you don't have guys like Will Jordan mm. and Severis pitching in, it kind of can't work. 0800 150 There's so many messages here. Let's head off and come back, and we'll come back to your calls. Give us a call. Who is your All Blacks midfield? Braden Enel's back playing centre this weekend. Less defying Anuku's moved out of the centres. What does that tell you? And is Zahn Sullivan or uh, Quinn Tapaya, are we overlooking a bolter to actually get an All Black starting jersey? And, and how would that be? You can't have the conversation without looking at the outside backs as well. So there's so many different ways mm. to peer into this. Give us a call. Here we are with the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Back with you after this. Next to the coaching debate and what to do with Ian Foster, this will be the hottest topic heading into the All Blacks season. Daggy is locked in. Kempe here too. Baz and Izzy for breakfast, 26 minutes past 7 o'clock. And Lyndon on 0800 150 Who plays in the midfield, Lyndon? Uh, for me, if I was picking a team right now, obviously without Leonard Brown there, um, I would go Barrett at 12. I just think he's got that kicking option and the sunny ball like... Um, he can stand the tackle and hold the ball up nice and tall with his height. And uh, nice. I'd put Rico at 13. I just think he has, he's not not the best defensively, but what you get on attack with those kind of offloads and so on, I think is out and out pace or 
rip you apart in the midfield, really, whereas Goodhue's better defensively, but not as a good attack. And um, I think Reed's mm. always going to be there anyway, because they'll probably have him as a utility to go on to 11. That's probably his best position, but we all know he's not going to go there. And um, yep. Will Jordan at 15 with Barrett at 12, it means that he can play 15. So with RTS on the bench, maybe when he, when he kind of gets back in the fold a bit more. Nice. Who do who you reckon on the wings? Well, who's on the wing for you? Uh, it would have to be at the moment. You'd have to go Clark. Um, Clark and Reese possibly, 14. Um, mm. Yeah, unless there's another bolster. I think the 11's pretty straightforward with Clark at the moment, but 14 for me is probably the one that's a little bit indefinite. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Right on the money. You've pretty much picked the whole back line. We love it, Lyndon. Thank you so much for calling, mate. And... Uh, your reasons why were spot on. You're spot on. You think Rico Yuani, and we, we spoke about it earlier um, with Rico and, and our reasons why I, I feel Jack will be better suited, but Jack isn't playing. Jack is, isn't in plan, and Rico is currently playing, and he's playing for, for uh, the Blues and getting some great great game time and, and playing extremely well. Um, look, they've got some options, and I think now we're going to have a chat to Anton Leonard-Brown later, uh, Louis, and uh, hopefully he answers. Hopefully he's not asleep and, and resting after his big surgery. But, you know, obviously him being injured it has made it a, a tougher call, hasn't it? Oh. It has made it a, a call that, that, that now people are starting to make question marks because with him being fully fit, he's there. He's there or thereabouts in the midfield. So it's who's fitting around Anton, and now he's injured. He's, he's created a bit of a headache. It is. Or is it? <laughs> because, is it now? <laughs> because now do they just say, hey, we wanted to experiment with Geordie Barrett in the midfield anyway. Now we're, we've lost our most solid option. Let's pull the trigger. Let's do it. And that would upset, mm. that would really upset this person. Has everyone forgotten what happens to the AB's coach? F around with the midfield playing players out of position. <laughs> Christian Cullen, best fullback in the world, and get some Muppet played him at 13. Cheers. Stratty, Stratty, we've seen it before with Leon McDonald, with um, Christian Cullen, Mills Malaina even had spent time a little bit out of position as well. This has happened time and time again. Why players play out of position? Jordan at fullback, Rico on the wing, that is another text on double eight double three. And Izzy, you would probably <laughs> did, did you ever get tried? Did anyone try ever play make you play centres? I remember back yep. early days, yep. there was a bit of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a I got an opportunity to play centre. I came back after preseason, and Aaron Major was our backs coach, and he was like, "I think you'll be a good centre, eh? I think you'll be a good centre." And I was like, "Are you kidding me? I hate tackling." <laughs> but anyway, I'll give it a nudge. Um, you know, like sweet as I'll have a go. Played one preseason game. Who was I? Uh, who was I marking? Ma'a Nonu. <laughs> Ma'a Nonu. Opposite me, and I'm like, "Oh, here we go. This is going to be disastrous." One game lasted half a game, off the bench, and never played there ever again. So that was an experiment that went really wrong. I'm glad it happened in the preseason, so I had a nudge, but no, doesn't work. And uh, but it will work for Geordie. He showcased that. So look. Don't don't write him off right yet. Different sort of uh, fullback, Jordy. He enjoys using his shoulders <laughs> a little bit more than our lovely Daggy used to. Uh, Twenty nine away from eight. Hey, just side note. Remember double eight double three. We're asking you for your favourite bunnies of all time. We've got Chemist Warehouse and Musashi prize packs to give away. Double eight double three. Keep those coming in. Rui Asatasi was a great nomination. I went Isaac Luke. So you can keep those filtering. And if you want to win that Chemist Warehouse Musashi prize pack, we've got some sport headlines coming up after Aroha. Tom Abercrombie. 
me before the end of the hour and plenty more of you on 0800 150 811, the Kennards Hire phone line. Here is Aroha with the news for Kubota, together with shaping and building New Zealand. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.